Solid. Solid. Three, two, one. Solid. Solid. That's how we'll know it's recording. That doesn't make any sense. Why'd you say that? I just say. I just say things. <laughs> All right, I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be warmer. I'm trying to be warmer this time on my channel. Yeah, I want to be warmer. Yeah, people have always said that about you, Jenny. You're, you're, yeah, you're a little cold. I'm a little cold. Distant. Mm-hmm. Inscrutable. Call me the Ice Princess. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I think. Just let go. I think I you. Don't know that song. Wow. I don't know where you're going with that. I think <laughs> since you fired Neil, you've been purposely making my track quieter than yours is this to lend credence to your voice over mine on the show is this true first of all (laughs) i would never do that because i mean do you know anyone who likes the sound of their own voice on recordings i'm I'm not crazy about that's a that's a good point i'm not crazy about mine and i've listened to just hundreds of hours of it at this point huh i this is justice for some people i think Hmm. knowing that you've had to listen to yourself talk that much. <laughs> that, I'm, that I am subtly being punished. Yeah. For talking so much. Hmm. I hadn't thought of it that way, but yeah. Because, um, because karma? I don't know. Let's go with karma for now. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, is, is this the show? This is the show. Okay. Let's just be on the show. All right. Hi, Jody. How are you Hi. doing? I'm doing well. Okay. Uh, here we are at the workshop. We're at the workshop. It's, it's, Basically, workshop weather again. We're it's getting nice. We're not. We're not uh, dripping. No, we're not I, dripping sweat and trying to talk about focus. It's in the. <laughs> it's in the early early going, but yeah. But so lower temperatures, no ants, no ants. Uh, TCL, true to his word, did some pest control in here. There's instead of ants, there's deadly white powder. Don't don't step in that. Yeah, don't don't lick your feet after stepping in the white powder. No. No, don't let don't let your animals lick your feet out. Well, maybe yours. Yeah, maybe mine. Okay. Although I think he's going deaf now. Huh. Which I think is a plus for him. Huh. You know, do you think that maybe explains his, his rage to a small extent? I don't know. I mean, wouldn't it be really confusing and infuriating for the way you've interpreted the world your entire life to be changing in a way that you have no uh, no ability to understand? Yes. Uh, I, I, can, I can kind of grok that. And who knows... Once again, who knows what goes on in his warped little doggy mind. He seems to be mostly okay with it now. I remember. Um, but, but, I think since loud sudden noises have previously set him off, sure, this might be a good thing. On balance, perhaps. Yeah. Once he gets used to it. He seems to be mostly used to it now. Okay. Alright. He hasn't, hasn't mauled anything in the last two weeks or whatever since we spoke. Well, he's out of stuff to maul at the moment. Well, that's... Good, I guess. Or has he so comprehensively de uh, defenestrated uh, all the cats in your uh, your neighborhood? There's uh, just nothing left. There's nothing left to maul. The squirrels they don't uh, even come to the ground a com- anymore. It's a complete wasteland. The squirrels they're, they're completely tree bound. Uh, yeah, there's a there's a partial albino squirrel. Through the trees. And there's a squirrel with a broken tail. I think that's all I, I mm. see anymore in my backyard. And I, I don't know if we the don't dog... want to talk about how the tail got broken. So yeah, I don't know if the dog had anything to do with that. But... We have a, we have a squirrel in our neighborhood that my partner calls Bone Tail because there's no hair on the tail. Yeah, it's gross. Huh? It's it's a mangy ass squirrel. We got some mangy squirrels in our in our hood. Wow. There's a lot of cats in our hood as well. Okay. Neighborhood cats could be. Yeah. Uh, what I was gonna say when you mentioned. Crash Dog's warped little doggy mind. 
I was I was thinking back. I had a mental callback to a moment at the at the Willowick place where you were you were you were still creating Crash regularly then. And you remember his his little rope toy? Rope toy. Rope toy. Rope toy. Its its name is Rope Toy. Its name is yeah. Rope Toy. You right. tell him go find Rope Toy, and he goes and gets the rope. Right. Yeah. So Rope Toy, he would just he would stare at it. And I remember one time you acting out the voices in Crash's head <laughs> when you were saying that Rope Toy was talking to him. They're never coming back. <laughs> oh, I don't and remember this like, at all. He's like, shut up, Rope Toy. They're coming back. They're coming back. You're not coming back, Crash. <laughs> like this whole little like radio drama. Well, See, you you were you were theater of the mind. Yeah, podcasting even theater then. of the dog mind. Mm-hmm. Then, um, well, that started with he would when he's excited he would want to go and get rope toy. Sure, and carry him around and like run around in circles and wag his tail as you do. It was always to me like he was proving to rope toy that yes, look, rope toy, they were. Right. I told you they were coming. I told back. you they were coming back. Yeah, that's what you said. That was part of the. See, here they are. Yeah. The people have returned. Look, look. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so Crash is um, still around. Yeah. Maybe maybe going deaf. Yeah. Hmm. Uh huh. Um, there were there was a lot of just to transition to the the feedback from the last episode. There was a lot of. Um, Commiserating and condolences. Nice transition. And yes, there was. I appreciate it. People Um, said nice things. Yeah. I, uh, (laughs) I, uh, on, on my first listening of, of the episode myself, I certainly did not see the sad ukulele coming. (laughs) Uh, and that had me, uh, laughing and in tears simultaneously, which was weird. So, Thanks for that. No, that was interesting. <laughs> no problem. It took me a while. I had to. I had to learn some minor chords that I that I didn't know. I had to yeah, you know, it takes a a true artist to make <laughs> a ukulele sound sad, <laughs> right? It's like the happiest of all instruments. Uh, yeah, it's not like a bassoon. Bassoon, sad bassoon. That's easy. Oh yeah, no problem. Yeah. Uh, it, well, it was funny. Your comment was was very near to Mr. Pieces. His comment on the uh, on the social network when he listened, he said that what what was the quote? He said, "I don't I don't often laugh at inappropriate times, but when I do, it's usually at a sad ukulele." Yes, nice combination of yes, internet meme plus mm-hmm. his own personality coming through there. I think that's what he does for a living, right? Combines his personality with internet memes. Um, it seems that way. Is that an illusion? I did. Mm. He just does it a lot. So <laughs> if he could find someone to pay him for that, I think he'd yeah. be in, in, in good business. Very good business. Yeah. Uh, he sent us a, a tidbit uh, on productivity. He did. You uh-huh. want to jump right to that? It I've, was, uh, you know, where is it? I'm trying, to, trying to make a segue here, Matt. Okay, that's it's done. Just yeah. a, quick, a quick little hit on, uh, on Lifehacker. Mm-hmm. Um, well, because well, we've, we've been on and on and on and on about list making before. I I I, has, I, ugh, I shudder to think what it would be like to go back and listen to the list episode because I think even during the episode you were telling me you need to stop talking about exactly what you put on your list <laughs> and when you cross it off because that is not interesting. But but we we talked a lot about list making and um, and actually I, I think I want to circle back to about that. But uh, this is essentially the the productivity tip because you know we're trying to help people. 
Mr. Pieces thought we should share this with our audience about list making. So go ahead. What's the what's the functional components here? Uh, so this this list only has three items. It's supposed to be a daily list. Mm-hmm. It is I must blank. I should blank. I want blank. And that's something you fill out super quickly every day. Right. Uh, I like the fact that there's only three items on it. If you're you know if you're extending it with sub bullets, you're doing it wrong. No, see, uh, that's see, I want to sub bullet the f out of this. Well, thing. of course, but that's where I always get in trouble. So yeah. I I feel like this is a good constraint, you know. Well, would this be the only list, or is this just up at the top? I mean, I must, I, I should, I want. I mean, I like that that we're doing a demarcation between between you know levels, and and that you're bringing in the I want thing, uh, you know, that little bit of uh, a little bit of dopamine for. For you, yeah. So it's like something, something you got to do, something you probably should do, and something from your percolating creative task list that you can pull in. So I, I think this should be like if you were going to do this, this would be your one daily thing, okay. at least for a little while. Well, I don't I, know. I don't want to spend thirty minutes on this, but I was feeling percolating creative tasks might be the I should, whereas I want is felt more frivolous to me. Because like I should I when I see that I should blank <laughs> I'm thinking about my percolating creative task list. So uh, when I see I, I must, must go to the bank, I should work on the watch winding project, and I want a soda. I don't know what okay. goes in. I want. All right. All right. Well, now that feels a bit frivolous. <laughs> I well, like I want. I don't know something I wanted to do. Uh, I don't know. I want to. I want to go out to eat tonight, or I want to try a new recipe, or I want to uh, go for a run, or maybe that's I should. Do you want to go for a run, or should you go for a run? I mean, both, or not, or one, but not the other. All right, I don't know. I think we've I think... let's 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 brace ourselves in this rabbit hole against the walls of this rabbit hole before we go any deeper. Body tension in the rabbit hole. Uh-huh. Yeah, and let's chimney out of the rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you, Mister Pieces, for this this wee list. I must, um, I should, I want. Yep. Okay, so that's that and then that. Alright, what else we got? Um, we got uh, Mr. Pieces doing his thing. Mm-hmm. Scored us a listener. Yeah. Well, we mentioned Who, that. We said that last we time. We said it last time. But uh, we had no... She wrote us a, a, an excellent email. A lengthy and and thoughtful, thoughtful and well-constructed email. Yes. We're still struggling for a pseudonym. I think we got it. Alright. It's not... I mean... Yeah, we got it. <laughs> Why are you pointing at me? <laughs> I want you to debut it. Okay. So, we got an email from 2000. 2000. It has to be said just that way. There's a there's two levels to the pseudonym. It doesn't matter. So, 2000 sent us an email. Do we want to... Hmm. 2000 says she likes the show. Yeah. She's listened to a couple episodes. Mm-hmm. I, I felt a little bad. She says she's diving into the back catalog, but it, it kind of sounds like she thinks I want her. But I, I'm making her do that. No, I'm really, I'm really no not one's making, making you do that. I'm really not making anybody if, do that. If you go way back and it's horrible, just skip ahead. Really, you know though. What really, I would it's like, okay. What I would like is for someone to someone who's coming with the beginner's mind to at least you're trying to go back and find. I mean, do you think there's some? Do you think there's some limit? Like, does it asymptotically approach terrible as you go back in time? Or Yes. I, but I guess that presupposes that it's good now. Uh, <clears throat> it might be... Well, hmm. you know, you get to set your axes wherever, but... True. Um, we're probably getting better. And yes, probably farther back than, 
the farther back you go, the worse it, it might get. Uh, so don't we're not we're we're not going to hold you <laughs> hold you to listening to everything straight through. That I'm goes sure she for has everybody of, of free time. She's play, she's got a baby on the way. So oh yeah, she'll just be sitting around. Tons of free time. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, congratulations! Congratulations! Two thousand. Uh, she, in this email, got all up in my wheelhouse with the, oh. uh, I know you're, you're, I'm see. cringing. Right, like, uh, normally I just pretend I can see you cringing, but you're sitting right next to me, I can literally <laughs> this see time, you cringing. This time you can see it on my face. Jeez. Oh, uh, so, you know, she had some stuff to say about the religious versus spiritual stuff, and yeah, you're playing well, with, you're playing with fire 2000, is yeah, all I can say. Yeah. Uh, all right, so. I'm begging you not to get Matt started, but, you know. It yeah. doesn't take all that much to get him started, and I'll sit through it and just cringe if you know, if that's really what. Uh... Okay, so here's the part. I noticed you said that you acknowledge the brain can create those amazing experiences, as well as times of feeling separate from or connected with quote something greater unquote. I'm wondering what you feel triggers such experiences. How does the brain decide when to create which experience, and what would be the purpose of the brain doing so? I.e., I don't know your full philosophy. But would there be any evolutionary advantage to such experience, for instance, or biological or psychological? Any reason it would commonly be considered a pleasurable experience? I find that something, in quotes, often described as experience larger than self or larger within self. Cool stuff. She that, is, that is cool stuff. So I, this is something I, I read and and think a lot about. And I definitely don't know everything there is to know and... and uh, Anyways, the uh, the evolutionary angle we could we could start there because she's saying the the question how does a brain decide when to create which experience? Well, from an evolutionary perspective, which is usually a good place to start in biology, not necessarily in psychology. I think a lot of evolutionary psych is kind of BS, but uh, <laughs> but it is a good place to start when trying to figure out anything in biology. Right? Nothing makes sense except in in the context of evolution. Okay. So, the idea is that our brains, this is what neuroscience seems to say at the moment, that our brains have a, a circuit, uh, you know, a, con- a coalition of neurons that fire together, whose job is to create our sense of separateness from the universe. Right? I think I might have gotten into this a little bit when I was tiny, talking about the fireworks thing. A tiny bit, yes. Yeah. Okay, so the purpose of that of that circuit from an evolutionary perspective is easy to imagine that you need to think of yourself as a discrete entity that stops at the end of your limbs so that you can prioritize yourself above other things. You know, you care more about yourself than you do about the dirt on the ground. You care okay. more about yourself than you do about that squirrel that you might have to kill uh, to eat, to, eat cause you're, to feed yourself so you just don't lay there looking at the stars, right, all the time, because you're crash dog, right? If you just, if you just, uh, if all you thought about was killing cats, oh wait, all right, I went off the rails. Hang on, yeah, so, bring it back. Okay, so the point is, our brains are supposed to make us feel like an enclosed, self-contained entity, but this circuit, like every other circuit within the human brain, can be manipulated, um, sometimes by adding chemical stimuli, right? Like, I mean, it's, this is a well-known side effect of consuming uh, the psychotropic drugs, that the the you are separate from the universe circuit gets switched off or at least tamped way down, and you, you have this uh, one with the universe experience. So my, my point here to answer her question is that there's not an evolutionary advantage 
to having these mind-blowing experiences that I was talking about. In fact, the evolutionary advantage runs the other way. But because biology is complicated and because, you know, because evolution isn't, isn't a story of directed purpose toward a better and better version of something. It's, it's, it's messy. And, just constant pressure. Yeah, it's messy and random and shaped by external pressures. Um, so all of these circuits, which exist for good evolutionary reasons, have all kinds of flaws. And, and some of those flaws we know about and some of them we don't. So we know that certain drugs can shut this off. And we also know that certain, uh, well, I don't want to be normative, but certain conditions we regard as pathological can shut them off. You know, there are uh, seizure disorders that can m- cause this circuit to misfire. Oh, I did not know that. Uh, the Joan of Arc thing. Oh, okay. The it, it has a it has a name that's not the Joan of Arc thing. I'll mm-hmm. look it up. I'll put it in show notes. Madame like, of Arc itis is and, that sure? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now I know how Joan of Arc felt. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, so I, I like the idea that uh, two thousand is well. First of all, I didn't know she was a psychologist. I didn't either. But so she she probably. In fact, there's a good possibility she knows more about this than, than me talking out of my ass about neuroscience. Because I am, hmm. as you know, not could a be. neuroscientist. Uh, we could start planning a, uh, a psychology episode. Ooh. <laughs> you, you're going to just sit that one out so we don't have to watch you cringe the whole time? Uh, th- no. This is way better than um, the straight-up religion and spirituality stuff that, that, uh, that you were on about. Sunsets. Earlier. So, yes. It's better than that. Okay. Uh... Did I finish that point, or do I need to, to, to separate from I the think, universe circuit? I think I think, I think, I think, I think we, you finished it. I think we got it. I think. All right. I think we're done here. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, good to have you as a listener. Absolutely. Two thousand. Two thousand, and we much appreciate the uh, the the well crafted and thoughtful email. And Jody will, uh, I think, will reply offline about the about the uh, the other thing, the thing she asked. Oh yes, you. yes. We can't, okay. can't get into that right now. Sure. All right. Moving on. Yeah. Oh, other feedback. I, what I thought was the most amazing feedback, not because of its content, but just because of its source. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? We're, we're, is it because we're big in Argentina? We're huge in Argentina, apparently. <laughs> right, so I got uh, to, the, to the Blue Social Network AOYT page, there was a message posted by a user from Argentina, and he said just the nicest thing. Super short note, just said that that we might like to know that we had a semi-regular listener down there in uh, Bariloche. Bariloche is ba- the best we can do. Or Bariloche. So, Bariloche? 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 So, the German. The German, we're calling him. Please, please write back and tell us how to pronounce your hometown. It looks gorgeous. Like yeah, the pictures Andean of this place. Paradise. The yeah. pictures of this place are crazy. Never heard of it before, but it looks like a place I should visit. So anyway, it was super cool to have a, uh, a shout out from a complete stranger in a different part of the world who apparently listens to our show sometimes, and I think that's awesome. Okay, moving on away from the the feed 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 up. Feedback up. Okay. To the FFU, what do you got? What do you got for us, Jody? You had uh, an article about standing desks. Mm. This week in standing desks. More on standing desks. This week in standing desks. There was a... It might might be lengthening my telomeres and making me live longer. Except it's not. Yeah. Except the the study that suggested that 
being at a standing desk is going to make you live longer. That study was really poorly constructed. That that's what the article was about. Yeah, we'll no, link to that in show notes. I'm yeah. not sure how much we want to talk about, it. but it was kind of funny that there was this this really overreaching uh, article about how a standing desk is going to make you live longer by lengthening your f-ing telomeres, and then then there were the the skeptical takedowns to show yeah. that that was, that was not. It, really it came down to two people in the study. Yeah, right. Yeah. And that that yeah yeah when properly controlled for yeah you're, you're going to die just as soon as the rest of us. You should take on the, the running desk. Not the, the treadmill tread- desk? No, no, no. The full outdoor version. Where you actually push your desk around like a baby stroller. Like one of those jogging strollers, but it's a desk. Huh. Well, uh... They have special I'm, lanes for that at Flatwoods. Now. I might have a side-by-side stroller soon. Like, that's oh, wise enough I for a proper... Yeah. You can put a side-by-side? Yeah, you could get two monitor a two monitor set up there. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Some solar panels? Sure, why not? Yeah. You just rock it out at Flatwoods all day. Get a big hat... Yeah, you need a hat. Go need a hat. You have fair it's skin. Fun. I mean, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you're a hair suit gentleman. That must filter some of the UV. It helps a little bit, but you see, you see what happens with you know it gets bleached out. Yeah, I see that when it sees a lot of sun. Hmm. You've been seeing a lot of sun. Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> no, that's you, not you, what I'm you bragging to. about all the time you spend it uh, outdoors. Definitely not. No. Okay. You, Just, any good runs lately? Uh, yeah, I had I had one a couple weeks ago, and then I immediately got sick. So mm. yeah, I've been sick. So apologize for. <clears throat> graveling graveling and coughing no that's what we want yeah yeah no it's, it's you're not gonna edit that out okay. the, the graveling I don't have a ungravel uh, you don't have a gravel filter I don't have a gravel filter uh, on, the, on the audacity yet I mean I'm sure, I'm sure somebody makes a plug in for that yeah alright so yeah so you got this other other link about uh, uh some 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 British bigwigs going going open journal science style Okay, well, since you brought it up, the there Super was quick. there was an article in the Economist that, and just because we've touched on this before, we talked about uh, the open sourcing movement in in science, uh, you know, combating the anti file drawer effect yes. or whatever we call. We're going to bring back my anti file drawer. Exactly. Copyright. Right. A O Y T. Twenty thirteen or fourteen. I don't know. We'll, but, extend, we, we'll keep extending it. So yeah, exactly. Current year, <laughs> yeah. So current year, the podcast should be evergreen. So, <laughs> so yeah, we, we've talked about this about how both positive and negative results should be published, and how they they shouldn't be behind paywalls. You shouldn't have to belong to a university to read the results of real science, and, which is probably publicly funded in the first place. Yeah, goddamn right. And so, The Economist, I, I liked that article in The Economist, which yeah, was, it was, it was uh, making our point. Short, sweet, kind of yeah. light, you know. Um, link in the show notes. Link uh, in the show notes. Matt. Talking of which. In as much as you can say, hmm. where might listeners, new and old, find show notes? Well, I believe they would go to gtradio.net slash A-L-Y-T slash four... Is this eight? Eight. Four, four eight. eight. Four eight. Slash forty eighth one. Yes. Slash four eight. Slash four eight. I almost. I should have pointed at it on the screen. I'm oh, sorry. Oh, was it on the screen? Yeah. I was about to oh, scroll, right but there. then I saw it on the screen. Okay. Okay. Slash four eight. <laughs> yeah. Well. Okay. And then you put. Now this is a perfect segue to something you put in the, in the show notes, which cracked me up before you got here. The thing about your uh, your partner's feedback. Yeah. <laughs> my partner, my spouse, not a listener. Mm. Uh, except by accident one time when it was in a tab and it was playing and she couldn't stop it. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so she's really, when you talk about people who are, she is are the, slightly pleased with me suffering, 
She's, she's, she might she's be most pleased. One, yeah. I'll explain. Okay. I'll explain that to her how that goes with okay. the editing. I'm yeah. not sure she fully grocks that, <laughs> but uh, I I bet that will bring a smile to her face. She got caught up on the back catalog in a manner of speaking, in a way, which means she just went through the show notes that we have posted. You know, in as many as we have posted, she just went through and read the show notes real quick. Yeah, and said this is. This is the only way to get caught up on your show. This is way better than listening to you guys. <laughs> yeah, I f-ing cracked up when I read that shit. That she said, in her words, this is a much better way to keep up with your podcast as opposed to listening to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, you but, know. Uh, you know it, uh, she's a reader. Oh, totally. She reads faster than any human being I've ever seen. Yeah. It's it's pretty crazy. So, yeah. Uh, so, so there's, there's a, there's a, there's pro, a pro tip for anybody who feels guilty about not spending the time with the back catalog. Yes, anyone who wouldn't be listening to this <laughs> right <laughs> just, now. Just go. Go to just, the notes. Just go to the notes. It starts, what, in the mid-30s or low-30s? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, so... 33, maybe. That's fine. It was all it was all nonsense before um, that. You as, know, as opposed and, to now, or, it's super and, serious. Or a dedicated listener, uh, personal Jesus. Um, you know, w- we would welcome show notes for old episodes if if you have a memory that good and wanted to draw them up we could beg for that from our most dedicated of of listeners we could do hmm you know we've said we'd, we said we'd go we back would, and do that we said we'd do that i don't see myself doing that are you gonna do that no you're not gonna do that no yeah, that's why i'm begging for it now yeah i don't know who's doing that. all right moving on <laughs> no one no one probably wants to do that uh, so, uh we okay. talked about me getting a cold you got a cold yeah um that sucks you have got did you get your flu shot no, no, I didn't get the flu shot. I should have. Now mm. that I have a, a, you know, a rapidly expanding spouse and family. Yeah, a pair of fetuses, feti, fetuses, fetuses, fetuses. Well, there's four feet in there, Jody. That's a lot of feet. Yeah, but I've seen them on the sonograms. It's crazy. Can you, can you separate all the feet? Like visually, can you tell? Oh yeah, it's super clear. You're not doing that 3D thing. Those are super. Well, creepy. so with twins, they they come out even worse. They're even creepier. Oh. Because there's always one baby's butt, you know, like in the, you know, while you're trying to focus on the one, on the one, and there's a foot in one baby, and then there's other weirdness, and it can't quite pick them out. They look like super weird clay monsters. Um, Which is what they look like on, even the singles look like weird clay monsters in those 3D sonograms. Yeah, I guess so. Well, the ones I've seen, I've only seen like three. They'll get, terrifying. they're getting better as they get bigger. The 3D things get better as the babies get bigger oh yeah so once i thought you meant as the machines that take the the thing gets bigger but i thought that was the opposite no the technology goes yeah yeah once the babies get get smaller they used to fill rooms i know yeah i've been keeping track of that for a while man is that true i don't know if you've noticed but okay i'm kind of up on that and what's the um what what's what's the rule every uh four years the the speed doubles what's that called it's moore's law okay and, and that's something about how Anyak is now in your pocket. Every 18 months. 18 months? This is Moore's Law. Hmm. Every 18 months. Mm-hmm. The, you get twice as many babies. You get twice as many baby transistors. Because that's two gestation periods on, for on, a human. On a months. given microchip baby mother. Baby mama microchip. Yeah. Okay. That's Moore's Law right there. Right. Caught up in a hurry. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's a callback. Wow. Okay. Good one. Uh, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> All right, so uh, you haven't gotten your flu shot. You probably should. And uh, and 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 what else? My car got bumped again. 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 This time, just 
by some random person. It could have been at the parking lot at my job. Oh, you didn't see it. Didn't see it happen. They didn't leave a note. It could have been at Publix. I don't know. It just, it was enough to uh, push in the bumper. In and, the back? Yeah. The part that was just fixed. Yes. Okay. Well, okay, no. The hatch was what was fixed. The metal hatch. Yeah. What got bumped is my plastic bumper that bumper, sticks out. The bumper cover, yeah. Yeah. So this was not not an Isuzu Trooper that will dent my hatch. Oh my goodness. <laughs> what oh what my is goodness. that? <laughs> this is unexpected and wonderful. Serendipity. Thank you. So you're on uh, the show. You're on the Every, show. Everyone, yeah, you're, so you're, you're, you're hearing <laughs> the, grand, the grand entrance of the canonical listener and the grand exit in that in that in order. that close of space and in that order. Well, it's a small office, Jody. Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, I don't know. Uh, he just leaves us with a, this, the, you know, the, the his, his grandeur and the scent of cloves. The scent of cloves and all the smokers at his place. Of, wow, uh, we can't talk about that. So, uh, business, weird, weird, weird drive by papers, business, <laughs> business papers. Okay, yeah, what, drive by bumping uh, of my car. No, that sucks. Um, yeah, so it's it's not the it's not the you know it's not a tall SUV. It's mm-hmm. a it's a it's Saturn level. We're talking mm. about. Um, Did you recognize the color? Was it burgundy? Couldn't see any colors. Oh. You know, um, just the it's just the paint crinkles on the top of yeah. my bumper. Practically is, is all is all I noticed. Practically every Saturn is burgundy. I think so. Yeah. He found the key already. He found the key. What the f- was it? Oh, he has his own. He's key. got the key. He's got a key on his. Of course, key. he's got the key. Okay. Mm. Sounds of the workshop. Mm. Theater of the mind. Okay. I had a, I had a, let me, let me interject here, my, just to commiserate uh, with your, your car being bumped, because, you know, there are objects that are sacred to us, Jody, right? I mean, there are things in your life, it's not that they're talismans of some greater importance, it's just that, as a man, I have things that are, are meaningful to me. These include my vehicles. Yes, I have several, as we've covered. <laughs> they include my, uh, my watches, my my pocket knife, the Leatherman I'm carrying, for example, um, and and my telephone. I'm not a big personal tech guy, although that's a callback to the cards you showed me earlier. Do you remember the personal tech thing? Yeah, you yeah. had a... a, a uh, at, at some point, we'll be posting uh, images of Matt's original show notes from the original yeah. episode. Right. Oh, and the pictures that I failed to add to the show notes, even though I promised, the, the stack... Oh yeah, I never put we that need in a side on from the stack. Yeah, side right, on cut the all stack. The, cut all this out, man. Right, cut all that and, out. and just post the pics, man. Okay. Anyway, uh, amongst these things that are important to me are, are my telephone because I'm not a guy who loses his phone or drops it in the toilet or 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 breaks the screen. And yet, you see, you see what I'm holding here in my hand. It's he's my, holding a phone with a broken screen. Yeah, <clears throat> it is my uh, Galaxy GS4 with the uh, with the broken screen. So I broke this screen, uh, not by dropping it on a corner from a great height or or, or anything like that. Well, but it's not by... broken at the corner, Matt. No, How do you it's... break it not at the corner? It's broken at the top. Right in the middle. Yeah, right, right in the, the middle. Speaker. Right where my uh, canine tooth... Okay, so I bit through the screen. <laughs> I broke it with my teeth. You bit your phone. I bit my phone, and it shattered the screen. Wow. So I had a little... I had a little tantrum. It's not, it's not important why. What's important is that, you know, we talked about before how when 
you know, things are coming at you. When the arrows are flying at you, it's the the second arrow is how you react to things. <laughs> totally stealing a bit from, not a bit, but a, a, a philosophy tidbit from another show. But yeah, I, I don't always react well to things. And I, I was reacting badly to something uh, that was troubling to me in the moment and I bit through the screen on my phone. So, and I got Gorilla Glass dust all in my mouth. Ugh, and I can, I can feel it like... Uh, in your teeth? Between my teeth, yeah. I just swallowed it all. I, that That's probably safe, right? I'm sure it is. I mean, it's all, you know, it's all silicon. Yeah. Sure. What's it going to do to you? Yeah, it's like eating sand. Sure. Big deal. I do that all the time. Yeah. Because I have a, what is it, pica? Is pica the disorder where you eat? Do you eat the metal things? No, you eat dirt and You oh, eat stuff that's could not be. food. It could be. And people consume whole whole couches and stuff. That's gross. Pika. Look that up. Yeah. Or don't. <laughs> Probably don't. <laughs> anyway, so I commiserate with your sacred object being damaged because now I have a broken phone. And I really plan to keep that phone for a while because I, 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 I keep my phones, you know? I installed, for example, in my FJ Cruiser, my, my car, I have a hardwired charging cradle that's positioned just so on the dash. It's not, it's not one of these bullshit clamp on an air vent jabroni things it is attached to the dashboard it swivels it charges and it's for this particular phone. and it's for this particular phone made by ProClip usa not a not a sponsor of the show but they make super expensive but really well done uh phone holsters right here in the u.s well shame on them but i hear they make nice mounts they do okay that's good commiseration so now what am, I gonna do? what am i gonna do am i gonna get an s5 I, go go to ifixit.com, also not a sponsor, and see if they have some good, uh, you know, see how hard it is to replace the screen on but that. But replacing the, the, the glass bit, replacing the digitizer involves all the, like, the heat gun. You gotta unbond it and all that stuff. Have you done that? No. Because I did the bit on my previous phone where you take it apart and replace the screen behind oh, the glass. But not the glass. But the I glass see. wasn't broken. See, I thought you had... You didn't no. Have already. No, so I don't... Yeah, the screen behind the glass was was comparatively pretty easy. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. Yeah. Well, it still works, please. Oh, it works just fine, but I don't like carrying around a busted phone. Here's the thing, Jody. So, I work with teenagers, right? You know what I do. They judge you? I'm surrounded by teenagers all day. Okay. And every time any teenager shows me their phone, which, you know, happens. They say, hey, look at this, this dumb thing I saw on the internet. It's a raptor Jesus flying on a... Nyan Cat. I don't know. Or a rapper oh, called Voltaire. Whatever. <laughs> whatever the kids are into. Rappers called Voltaires flying on Velociraptor Jesus. I don't know. But every time they show me a from the internet, their screens are broken. Always. Uh, because I kids see. break their screens. Okay. And I've always... Oh, you, you wanted to remain... Yeah, I'm the guy without the broken okay. screen. Now I'm just like the kids, Jody. Uh. And I did it in a tantrum i bit through my phone in the tantrum that's, that's really damn embarrassing and now i'm You're telling the whole internet yeah the whole internet mm-hmm. for want of a wooden spoon man mm. broke his phone i should carry right? something that's else what you're to, that's what you're supposed to bite on yeah i should carry something with me that's more biteable hmm. right because what are you gonna do you're gonna bite your fingers no that's no good you, you see this super infected shit on my hand right here that's from my cat my cat bit the shit on me. gross actually that's my wife's cat that's Gross. Well, that does not look like scratches at all. No, it it's like the boils. Bite. Yeah, the bite, and they're pus filled. Ew. I know. Ew. Yeah. Should I squeeze one? No. No. Okay. Not on the air. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, all right. You want your co-host to pass out? <laughs> Moving quickly along. What else? <laughs> what else we got in the uh, the non 
the topic-free episode. Topic-free episode. Well, you know what? This is going to be a topic-free episode. Yeah. We, we've been gone for a while. We got to catch up with okay. each other. Yeah. With life. Um, you know, I, 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 I might be alone, uh, alone in this, and that that sometimes for job postings for software-related stuff, it's really hard to know if all the buzzwords they put in the job posting are really what they want, mm-hmm. or if some HR person just like sure. vomited a Google search onto monster.com. I know I know what you mean exactly. It, and sometimes it's super obvious. Like they're asking for 10 years of experience in a technology that's only been around for 5 years. Like just ignore, you know, ignore that posting. They, yeah. Clearly you don't want to work for them. Right. Uh, I researched some stuff for a for a posting. Looking it was hard for 3 decades of experience programming UAVs. Yeah. <clears throat> so, I don't know. Um, maybe I want tips on 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 how to know which 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 postings have the care put into them and which ones are just fluff? Well, I think that's a really... Now that you mention it, I think that's a really important thing. Uh, I'm not... I really have no expertise here. But in my experience... Well, let me draw you a parallel. Uh, having bought and sold many things on the internet, let's say eBay, Craigslist, etc. Okay. Uh, I have both bought and sold many things. And when I'm looking to buy, the care put into the ad is super important to me. Uh, you know what point. I mean? Sure. I mean, just the construction of of the ad. I mean, Do they have pictures? Is the you know the first bar? If yeah, that's the first bar. But there are way there are way more bars. Yeah. So the the grammar is important. Did they did they reread it at least before they hit post? I mean, is it completely unintelligible? I mean, because if it is, it might be generated by a bot, by a f***ing Chinese-Russian mob bot. They have those. You they're going to black bag you when, they, when you show up no, to buy the thing off Craigslist? No, but they, they have, auto, they have uh, botnets auto-generating Craigslist ads for cars. This is a well-known thing for cars that uh, the cars don't exist. The, pi- the pictures are scraped off of other ads in oh other places. Gosh. The The cars don't exist. This, they, is, this is the worst... The Chinese hacker scheme I've ever heard yeah, of. They advertise them and in I've, Tampa. I follow that a little bit. They like, advertise them in this Tampa. This seems but they, like totally not worth the trouble. No, but they, they still get hits. That's the thing. If they because once do, you automate people just it, give them money. Well, once you automate it, even if you get one out of a thousand, you're making real money. Once you automate it, mm. you know. Once you get it, when you get it off the ground. So they advertise it on, let's say, on Tampa Craigslist. It's a car that uh, supposedly belongs to a member of the military. It's always a member of the military, so you automatically feel simpatico, right? Because America. And they're being transferred, and uh, the car is currently in uh, Boston. Okay, say. new business idea. Okay, go on. We uh, record or write down mm-hmm. uh, every story that a homeless person pitches to us mm. and recycle that as a Craigslist ad, a spam Craigslist ad. In fact, I think we could just... Mechanical Turk, the homeless people, to post the postings. Now you right? realize, you realize the, uh, this is this could be big. I mean, it? we're just blue skies and illusionary here, but you're saying a, hun- uh, a, a thousand homeless people on a thousand typewriters will yes. eventually produce. Well, no, this is every. Hamlet. Yes, this is every story for someone asking right. me for money on the street yeah. ever. Right, and they are really good at making up these stories. I know what you're talking about. About the military, I just lost my job. And the bus. The bus. I, the, I need the some gas. And the gas. You, all you have to do is get this car from Boston. Right. 
Well, okay, well, the way the Craigslist version works, I, I see where you're going with this. Now, I want to warn you about two things. Number one, <laughs> my partner... Is this the spam episode? No. Maybe. <laughs> Number one, my partner works with homeless people and is very defensive about this population, so you could easily, oh. you could easily get in trouble. I might be... At least you said homeless. You didn't, you didn't use, like, the B word. Anyway... Number two, the second thing I have to warn you about. I didn't even know I was I was approaching the, oh, the yeah. ping pong line in the sand. Oh, I, yeah. I apologize. She's, she's got a, she's got a line. There are, um, yeah, there are coworkers of mine who will never be okay with my wife because wow. of what they've said about okay. the homeless population okay. around her. Which you know she cares about the population that she advocates for, which is what you want in an advocate. Anyways. Yes. Yes, that is what you want an advocate. Right. I think that's the definition sure. of an advocate. Okay. So the thec- second thing I'm going to warn you about is that the homeless people you're trying to hire, they're not going to be reliable. They're, they're going to they're hmm. say they're going to show up, hmm. and you're going to give them that, uh, that bus pass or whatever to get in, but they're not okay. going to show up. They won't have 10 years of experience? They won't in, have 10 in, years of experience. In, in Node.js development? And HTML, uh, uh, well, that's 10 years old. HTML5. It's HTML5. It's, it, it, I was trying... Oh, you were trying to give me... You were trying, trying to, to give, you give me the joke. Yeah. Oh, uh, sorry. Yeah. <clears throat> Cut that out. Okay. Um, okay, so... I can't silently give that a punchline. No. My business idea is probably ping pong. Yeah. And not feasible. And I don't see the point to finishing my description of the Craigslist scam. Let's just All move right, on. Forget it. Um, <laughs> I've got... Where, where do we go? Oh, uh... To TCL, who just breezed through here, he like did. like a like a fresh um, clove filled mm-hmm. hurricane. Mm-hmm. He's got a, a uh, an old laptop mm. that uh, you're gonna do the Ubuntu makeover. Yeah, and turn I, it into I, a I, phone. Or I something? wanted to know you can't <laughs> turn it into a phone. But <laughs> no, Ubuntu phone. That's a thing now, right? Yeah, it's a thing now. You roll your own. Uh, no, don't, phone. Get, don't get me started. Um, <laughs> I know nothing about this. I'm completely <laughs> talking about. You are so ass. out of your element right now. <laughs> I don't know anything. Uh, anyway, I, I just revived an old laptop for my mother by installing Linux on it. Be, you know, she she's she's got a an iPad and a, and a smartphone like a like a real person. But uh, sometimes she just needs something to plug in a, a USB drive into. You know, so sure. I br- I brought this old laptop back for her, and uh, yeah, I know I know TCL was getting some uh, some some silly. Your virus uh, program cannot be updated anymore for Windows XP pop-ups. So um, if he's... I'm pretty sure that's also a virus. Yes, Windows. It could be. It could be. Not Windows, I mean, but the... No, the... Well, maybe Windows. Well, it was it was, it was was valid, what he described me And before. there were some antitrust uh, complaints. Anyways. Those were European. Ignore those. <laughs> um, they don't apply on 60 hertz. But no, power. I could, I could, I could uh, you know, Ubuntu dual boot him if he, if he wants... <laughs> Is that the is that legal in this? That's that is legal. There are a lot of blue laws. I mean, stuff it's, that's it's, not that you wouldn't think is legal. It's is free legal. and open source. Okay. It's legal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can do a boot. All right, do boot. I don't even know the, what you're talking. What are we talking to. about? We're talking about an old laptop. It's not important. Okay. Keep going. Uh, I have an old laptop. You could, uh, if you know what I'm saying. Is it this one? No, this one's fine. I I I I don't know. This one kernel panics. It might, it might oh, need, it might need, it might need some hard drive work. You said it's been flaky. It, wow, how's it yeah. been doing? I've been taking it in there. All right, I'm taking it in there. Anyways, what else we got? Oh, uh, well, let me let me throw in a thing. So, can I talk about work? Yeah, I talked I talked a little bit just now about uh, you know work related stuff. 
job okay. postings and whatnot. What do you got? All right, so let me do a throwback. Callback? Throwback. Call throwback to... It is Thursday. To... Oh, God. See? I asked you about that. Now you know about it. Only... I just keep seeing it pop up with crap. Anyway, forget it. What, right. do, you, what do you got? Okay. I told you that there was this, this project I was working on to get my terrible six-period physical science class switched out for a proper physics class, right? And that if it happened, this could be my best and lowest anxiety year ever. This was you heading towards your ideal class schedule. Right. It was one it was one section closer is okay. what it was. You know, it wasn't the uh it wasn't the holy grail schedule, but it was the it was one class in the right direction. And well, okay, so <sighs> So much has happened. It's been so long, Jody. So yeah, it's been too long. The process took forever. It, it turns out that our that my local high school is way over uh, way overbooked. Overbooked is that the word? There are way more students than they expected. So we got to hire a bunch of new teachers, install new units. That means people people are installed apparently. And <laughs> I would have figured that meant portables. And, uh, and uh, I got I got the class which I wanted, but Ooh. it took. It took, it was, we started talking about this when it was like the third week of school. This is the ninth week of school. It happened in week seven, I think. At the end of week seven. So basically the week eight began with the new classes. And it wasn't just my classes that were changed. It was everywhere. It's chaos. Chaos at school. But, and it was, it was so chaotic and frustrating, the process leading up to it, that I was almost, but not quite, at the point where... I was thinking, you know what? Just leave it. Just leave it at this point. Just leave me with my terrible six period because I've got them half trained by now. I mean, it's been seven f-ing weeks. I've got them almost. They're almost human. You know, I can almost deal with this class now. At least they've start, stopped beating each other with their own shoes. No, I wouldn't say that. But you know, there were there were hints in that direction. But it did change. And 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 I was thinking, oh my god, it's going to be so much work getting all the new students who are seven weeks behind. Great. <laughs> but it did change and it's wonderful oh cool oh it's so good it's so good because so I have this one class that is like the catch up class because they're seven weeks behind but in each but I have enough kids sprinkled in there from the other classes who've been from the beginning that I'm empowering them to do little group teaching things and oh man it's going super great and I tell you what the change in my day-to-day fear and loathing levels from from this is enormous. Like, I... The way I feel in the morning when the alarm gets off, the way I feel uh, at lunchtime about my afternoon schedule, the way I feel at the end of the day, I, I mean... Wow. Yeah. That's a, that's a big difference, man. Oh, it's a big difference. I really, really feel it. Uh, and... Whew. Who knows if it'll be like this next year, or who knows what I'll be doing next year, but this year is going to be my lowest anxiety level year ever as a teacher. Wow. That's cool. That's that's my work thing. That's good. You got a couple other things on on your card here. Ah, On the the index card, one of which says index card. My index card says index card. That's a little meta. Yeah. Do we skip that? Is that yeah, all you needed to say? No, that's all I needed to say. Okay, right. go on. Oh, I um, I did put on an index card that uh, I tried a couple of couple of new podcasts over the last uh, 
last few weeks. All right. Uh, one is, do you listen to Planet Money? Not regularly. I have listened to a couple. I mean, okay. we talked about those those patent yeah. episodes. The patent uh, episodes. I've listened to those. I, I will go, when I hear about one, I'll go back and listen to it. Okay. And if anybody, and like the best ever and most important ever episode of Planet Money is, for anyone who really wants to know why the financial crisis happened, I don't know if this is like six years ago now, but <laughs> if you really want to understand, there's a Planet Money episode called Giant Pool of Money. And that is all you need to know about the financial crisis that right. we've, we've all just oh, survived. That's, that's one to go back and listen to. Then. Anyway, the Planet Money—they've they, done a—I don't know if it's a spinoff exactly, but they've been. Uh, but that's where I heard about it. Uh, Alex Bloomberg from the Planet Money is doing his own show. I don't, I don't know. Uh, all right, all right. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Cut that out. Yes, Alex Bloomberg is doing his own show. Alex Bloomberg is doing his own show called it's really Startup. Good. Oh, you've heard it too. It's in my notes, oh, Matt. I didn't read your notes. It's in my notes. I thought your notes were just for you. Oh, you've been listening to the startup. I've been listening to the okay. startup. Okay, cool. I listened to the... Leave uh, this in. We've both discovered the same new podcast. That's the same time. All Very right. funny. I listened to the fifth episode this morning. Uh, I don't... I, I, it was I think called I'm, How to Name Your Company. Yeah, I think I'm caught up on it. I heard that one. Okay. Uh, my my highlight in the, in the black notes here, though, was... I think it was the first episode where he went to talk to the... Uh, the Venture capitalist investor guy, the mm-hmm. big wig investor mm-hmm. guy, mm-hmm. and he completely botches his pitch. It's terrible. It's, it's awful. It's painful. It was awful. And, and 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 I think venture capital is the wrong way. VC for podcasting. I'm... For this for this company, it's the wrong way to go. It should I, be bootstrapped. I agree. Anyway, but hearing this dude, this dude knows his. Shit. He knows his stuff. He's made a gazillion dollars, you know, and he hears pitches all the time. But. Okay, great. He's got a nose for money, whatever. What this guy did was say, okay, wait. Let me take your pitch. Let me give you your pitch back to you. Here's here's how you should have done here, it. Here's how you should have done it. And he, he gives him the best pitch for his company that right. you've ever heard. For the guy's own you're, company. You're ready to invest in this company as a listener right now. Right. Like, yes, sign me up. And then... And then he's like, let me let me give that to you from the other direction. Let me give you the opposite side. And he gives... He then, on the spot, gives a pitch for why this company will, will never work. It, yeah. It's a complete failure. And you're like, well, of course not. This is a, yeah, this this is is a horrible worst, idea. Worst idea ever. It's like us trying to make money at yeah. AOYT. That's good audio. Yeah. It was it was a really good show. And, and, and I think the subsequent episodes have also been yeah, good. But you're right. The good. first episode had a big hook. That was so, a, yeah. Give that, that a, give that a try. And, Startup. And it's called Startup. Um, and, and in my notes um, is that, uh, you know, people... Who might have looked into my recommendations before? This is not two hours worth of audio of scientists talking about esoteric stuff. This is short, twenty-minute virus pocket. This week in virology, yeah, it's not, it's not, <laughs> it's not the virology podcast. This is this is short and sweet. It's from the guy who used to used to be on. Uh, I bet the virology guys are busy these days. Ebola. Yeah, know. they've been talking about Ebola a lot. Sure, um, but uh, it's yeah, mainly just to calm people down. Anyway, startup, good show. Startup, great show, and. Um, there was another thing that occurred to me while I was jogging the other day, listening to Startup. They, they talked about exactly what one of his sponsors was paying per episode. Did you hear that? I caught that, which was $6,000 $6, per episode. $6,000. And that was, episode. that was MailChimp. Okay. Um, and MailChimp is a, is a fantastic company. They, they and do. They, they sponsor a lot of podcasts. They sponsor a lot of podcasts. They do email newsletters. If you have any kind of like. Why are we, they're not, we're not getting $6,000. No, shame on them. They're not a sponsor of, of this show, but they are a pretty cool company. I know I get mail. I've signed up for newsletters that go through MailChimp and they're 
they're just nice emails. Anyway, yeah. I just I just wanted to. So I was running down the street and I thought <clears throat> six thousand dollars an episode. And he said on the on the show, he said some listeners are probably thinking, "Wow, that's a lot," and others are probably thinking, "Wow, that's nothing." Yeah. So wh- where do you come down? Is that a lot or is that nothing? I think it's kind of fair. Like like it's it's not an insignificant amount of money. No. It's not gonna fund employees for this guy. No. You know what I mean? For us, for this show, mm-hmm. it would be a lot of money. <laughs> Probably um, be overpaying. Yeah. But I mean, Mailchimp, also, if you're out there, if you're listening, Mailchimp, yeah. um, call call Matt. Yeah, yeah. Email e- Matt. E- email Jody. He he wants your six thousand dollars. <laughs> um, but you know, we also don't have the pedigree of having been well, an not, NPR host. Yeah, yeah Alex Bloomberg. Producer of one of the, well, like, the show that started podcasting, This American Life. That is so not true. Okay. We're going to have to skip over that. Okay. So, uh, yeah, you, it, you, it, it was, was very... that, that patent troll guy with his uh, uh, serialized content on tapes? No. <laughs> was it was that? Adam Curry, per- personal, former MTV VJ. Personal audio LLC? No, it was not personal audio. Okay. No, We're going to have to cut all this out. Okay. we got to skip over this. We'll argue about that later. <laughs> Oh, okay. So what else you got? You're going to recommend some other shows? Yeah. Um, other recommendations. It's a it's a web series, a video web series. It's called Jared Post a Personal. Hmm. It's really funny. Okay. Uh, and it's 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 from a a high school friend of my spouse, but that's how I found it. It's still funny. Okay. Just YouTube. Do a YouTube search for Jared Post a Personal. Alright. And watch. Right. They're pretty me, short episodes. Let me write that on my other card. It's uh the one that doesn't say it. It's good. Um you know, he's a fancy New York out of work actor type now and he he's, he's I part hate of him. I hate him already. Yeah, he's part of some profane comedy troupe called Murder Fist, which, you know, maybe I hate that too. they they might I don't even know why. I might be able to find a link for them. I don't know how underground they are. Doesn't matter. None of this matters. Uh no none of this matters. Last recommendation from Jody. This is a bit of a weird one, but John Roderick, who's a big, uh, a big voice in both Matt and and my yeah. head. Yeah, that's true. Heads. I, Roderick uh, Casatalo, a long shadow for me. Yeah, so uh, he does a podcast with Merlin Mann, and you've probably heard us talk about it before. It's called Roderick on the Line. It's a bit of an inspiration for this show. Anyway, John Roderick guested on another show called Systematic. And he basically told his adult life story. It was pretty good. And now I'm back to my lengthy audio recommendations. Because <laughs> this was like four or five hours worth of audio. Oh my artists. goodness. Yeah. It's like it's like three or four episodes of, of him talking to uh, to Brett Terpstra, the host of the Systematic Show. Terp. Um, and I'm a big fan of, of Brett Terpstra, the host of the show. He's a he's a programmer type who's uh who's pretty talented. Anyway, that is all completely scattered roundabout. Yeah, and I think that gets us through all the notes. Well, hang on. I, I mean, as long as we're recommending podcasts, I have. I I'm, you got another one besides startup? Well, I'm pretty. Oh, I hate to like you said, it's not fair. But there are these guys who do this podcast about movies called The Flop House. I've heard of this. It's pretty fantastic. I. 
I mean, I had I've my, actively avoided listening to the show. I had my wife listen to it. She thought it was hysterical because I picked an episode where they okay. So it's called the Flop House because they do movies that are terrible, like i.e. flops. Oh, so and some of them were critical flops. Some of them were economic flops, box office flops, and some of them were neither of those. But it's just the name of the f-ing show, so okay. they go with it. But. They, they, I, I picked an episode to debut with my my wife. You cherry picked an episode. I cherry picked an episode <laughs> that where she had seen the movie. Oh, nice! Okay. Because I, I they have like a hundred and something episodes, and I went back through. You know how you do on your uh, on your podcast dingus where it says add old episodes. You only add the well, okay. So I only added the ones to my queue that I had seen the movie. Okay. So there were dozens and dozens of others, but if I haven't seen the movie, it's not going to be as funny. Right, but if I have seen the movie, it's hysterical. And, like, they do a Star Wars Episode 2. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, lots of material there. Plenty of material. But, but I mean, you think you've heard every complaint there is about Star Wars Episode 2. It's still funny. Okay. It's still hilarious I, what the Flophouse guys do. These but, are these these are just slobs like well, us. Well, okay, so are, when I... Are, they're, yeah, they're just they're just nobody's doing a podcast. Well, that's what I thought when I started listening, and then it became clear that no, all three of them are professional comedy writers uh, who who work for the Daily Show. Oh, they're total ringers. <laughs> they're ringers. <laughs> Their show is so good, but but despite the quality of the the banter and uh, and the jokes on the show, which are almost entirely extemporaneous and sometimes really stupid, but just the joie de vivre is so uh, infectious. That it's really fun to listen to. But anyway, despite all, all of that, all of those high points, in terms of audio quality, our show's better. Yes! I mean, they, they do a killer podcast, but we have really good audio. Suck it, Flophouse! Suck it! <laughs> That's exactly my point. <laughs> so, oh, if you could find a Flophouse episode about a movie you've seen, a bad movie you've seen... Like, yeah. Did you happen to see Three Days to Kill with Kevin Costner? Oh, that's, I did. I've been seeing that on Netflix lately. Oh, I watched it. Oh, it was terrible. So and then sorry. I listened to the Flophouse, oh, and nice. it made it so worth watching nice. the terrible movie. Okay, Flophouse. So, it Flophouse. might yeah. make it worth seeing a terrible movie. Yeah, yeah. I can I can recommend that podcast podcast uh, wholeheartedly. <laughs> okay, so this has been spam spam and podcasts with Matt and Chody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where are we on the um, dingus? Mm. Well, I, I'm I'm pretty much out of time. I okay. gotta go. I gotta get going. Holy crap! Is that really the? Oh my goodness! Yeah, we're over an hour. We're over two hours, according to this. No, that's one. One oh two. One one oh two. Oh, just over an hour. Just you're over an hour. You're it's a, a, a factor of Egypt out. A factor of sixty out. Hmm. Well, I don't know how that works. Uh, I don't know how math works. Yeah. Yeah. Talking about the Common Core. Have you you know have you heard about all the uh, upset people about the Common Core? Because it's a federal takeover of, of education. Oh, this is an, uh, the educational thing. Yeah, the Common Core educational thing. Um, it, it's not at all that, but uh, I've heard, I've, I've heard some of the freak out. There's a lot of freak out. We literally have no time for this. Okay, I've heard some of the freak out. Go on. And um, I've heard. I'm literally just stringing you along because yeah. I want more audio. I'm having a good time. Go on. I mean, so am I. You heard some of the freak out. Freak out. There's been freak out. You, you can't I stop. can't go yet. No, no, I can't leave yet. Yeah. Freak out. There's right. been freak out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. what was I? Hmm. Oh, you guys! I listen to so many podcasts. I don't even know what podcast <laughs> it was on. Oh, it was uh, my new one, my parenting podcast, the Nerd Parents podcast. Oh, how's that going? It's going okay. 
You gonna uh, call in? Is it a call-in It's show? not a call-in show. Okay, you no. should call in anyway. Oh, yeah, I should. I should. Yeah. Um, I should write them a really long email and just tear their website to pieces. That's what I should do. Yeah. No. Uh, almost as Deny soon as... Of service. The next episode after I started listening was a Twins episode. Oh, my God. It had all sorts of great recommendations. Really? Yes. All right. The, the main one of which is when you go into Babies R Us, when you, get to the re- when you get to the register, just say multiple discount. I got Twins. Give me multiple discount. Oh, that's a good tip. The baby stores, just do it. They'll give you like a 10 or 15% discount. Huh. Well, it's like when you go to the, the uh, home improvement depot, you sure. you yeah. just say, I want the contractor just You tell them you're a contractor. Yeah, I mean, obviously. Well, I mean, pretty soon I'll have the two, you know, identical whaling babies to show them. Right, and you'll you'll have them, I mean, for tax purposes, they'll be employees for your contractor business. Oh. So you get the discounts all the way down. Huh. Uh, you win the episode game of business, biz, creating business, startup, business ideas, startup, thing. Um, yes. Okay. Freak out about the thing. Yeah. But no, there was a, it was a it was a homeschool type person. Oh, yeah, of course. Not a crazy homeschool type person, mm. but saying that the oh, the other kind. Hmm. I'm gonna get in trouble. <laughs> Maybe. Go on. I don't know. Who was saying that the Common Core stuff? Mm-hmm. On whatever homeschool website they use, mm-hmm. it was like k12.org or something. And I actually went and looked at the website. It looked okay. You know, it looked like no, it, it seemed legit. Okay. Um, that their air quotes, scare quotes, Common Core stuff was actually good oh. lessons. Like, no, no, they, they, like they really, you can't let really... that that phrase scare you away from everything. No, they really are, and uh, and they're they're all research based and stuff. But the uh, the thing that's been big in social media is how the math problems are. Oh my God! Why do I have to do four steps to subtract seven from fifteen? Like the people, adults don't understand the Common Core math lessons because they are it's number theory. What they're trying to teach. Uh, numeracy to kids. Necromancy. <laughs> That's not the same thing. Okay. That's not the same thing at all. Um, they're, they're trying to teach... It's more like... Uh, I think you mean... Uh, I'm not going to make a necrophilia joke. Anyway, the the idea is that you teach them to think in, in parts of numbers, to think in tens first, and then to blah, blah, blah. They're trying to teach number theory. Okay. Numeracy to kids. It doesn't make sense to adults because you don't have to think of it because you're yeah. 35 That or sounds okay. You don't have to think about how to subtract 7 from yeah. 15. Look, but I, the I parents did... are like, look at this new math. Thanks, Obama. And, and they're, like, uh, they're freaking the f*** out. It's ridiculous. Uh, and yet when they get the check at the restaurant, they move the decimal point and split it in half. No, you just... just Figure out 10% and double it like a gentleman. Sorry. 15% was so in 90s. Double it. I meant double it, not split it in half. Okay. Split it in half and then double it. <laughs> What's this? Mm-hmm. What the hell is that? It's a Mad Manatee yeah, IPA. Yeah. It comes from Jacksonville. It's pretty good. Huh. Oh, Bold City. I've had their, their Duke's nose or their puppy nose or cold nose or something. I thought they were all fucking it's, it's like aquatic. A, well, no. Uh, well, it has an animal. It's like a oh. Rottweiler. It's got a Rottweiler uh, face on it. Oh, uh, yeah. Doggy, doggy face. Yeah, it's like pissed off puppy or something. Because they got a killer whale and... I don't know. It wasn't an angry mascot. When I said killer whales, I mean they wailed on him until they killed him up in Penetration Park. <laughs>